Okay, let's try this again. Welcome to End Time America. This is Michael Pierce. Today is the 18th, and it has started. I had warned you, uh, and they've got a major uh, deception campaign going on. And what's funny is the the Democrats are working with the Republicans in order to convince people that it's safe to go ahead and move forward. Several of them are getting what they call the same thing they want to give us. I mean, there's no way to tell uh, if they're getting the exact same thing. But they're putting on a show. Everything from musicians to uh, politicians to uh, military. And, uh, you know what? What's funny is is when people got alarmed about it, then they, they, they started changing their plans in order to create a deception. It was a deception from the very beginning. When Trump got sick, he come out and said, you know, he tried to say, I'm your leader, I went first, and, and he tried to make people think that he had gotten the same kind of treatment, and he didn't. And then he tells everybody he's not going to get it. And then uh, his vice goes out and gets it and he's well respected in the Christian communities and with the Christian deception that they've got going on because of uh, well just the fact that according to the New World Order plan they said they were going to deceive the churches and get the churches to help I mean they said that back in 69 but they also said in order to get us to that point, they needed to change our laws away from biblical laws that kept the country holy. And the way they got the country to move into sin, the first step was to change the laws and get people gambling and playing lottery. And then they got us to move. By doing that, they moved us away from God's protection and blessings. And it's interesting because the same one of the people that was responsible for changing our laws according to their plan, which was right after they put up the Georgia Guidestones and took over the media, the news, creating a 24-hour news channel so that they could start with their deception, is a guy that's deceiving the churches right now and convincing people. Or I mean, I mean, he's he's pushing forward this globalist stuff as fast as he possibly can because he's got the help of the churches. They're even going to use churches as uh, distribution points. And uh, But there's so many people where there's close to 40% of the people say they're not taking it, 40 50%. And I, I don't know how... Over time, you're going to see that number dwindle because they're going to... What their plan is is to take a couple months and and get large groups that have taken it that they're not going to do anything against as they get these these nanobots and this genetic changes into their bodies. They're going to say, "See, they took it and they're okay. Nothing's happened. Nothing's going on. They're going to wear down your your." Uh, your ability to resist over a period of time by peer pressure and and uh, uh trying to say that you're you're just delusional and uh uh then they'll get they'll deceive as many as they can getting them all to take it and then they're going to start 
they're, it's it's going to abruptly change at one point when they get the numbers that they want and the numbers of people that refuse gets down to a certain point that the behavior that they're going to use against us is is going to change noticeably so I mean, it's gonna it's gonna take a little while. It's gonna seem like a long time, but you don't you're not gonna have to wait very long because uh, we've got other things that we've been watching. That we've got earthquakes, thousands of earthquakes down in Antarctica. Uh, several of them here in the United States. California has been suffering severe earthquakes. A lot of asteroids entering Earth's atmosphere. Small, luckily they've been small. There's been some large ones skip off our surface, so I got a video of that. And then we got the conjunction coming up, which there's been a ton of dreams come out, considering what I've been saying about it. It's just more of a, what do they call it, confirmation? Because now the dreams and the visions are about tidal waves, asteroids, uh, and earth changes it's going to if it happens it's going to be really a drastic thing but it's going to lead us into it is going to give us a chance to escape We're, it's going to make possible the escape of the saints from this attempt on us with this current deception but it's not going to help us that much because the scripture says that the beast the serpent is going to conquer the saints be able to conquer them i think that only means the ones that are deceived the the ones that are going to give in easily i don't think the ones that are going to be holding out that are actually under god's blessing still are going to be conquered i think some of us will be taken captive some of us will be called in before people to talk and explain and some of us will be able to gets get to safety and and there's keys in the old testament about what we should be shooting for some people are the hundred some people are actually the hundred and forty four thousand right now so at some point <clears throat> you need to study jeremiah thirty thirty one and figure out what the your safety plan is a lot of people are going to have safety here there's supposedly according to the the dreams and visions of two three decades ago uh well not quite that long ago that that there would be a place of safety on the other side of the mississippi river where it would be like america used to be and on the east side of the mississippi was going to be devastated with war and gangs and roaming bandits and stuff so uh if you're a christian i mean the bible tells us to come out of them we should have been for a long time moving into a state that we could have taken possession of, establishing Christian medical, Christian stores, Christian businesses that in a in a protected area to where the, the government couldn't betray us and, and we'd be able to stand against the pressure and the people and the country for a while until Christ came back. But that civil war that will take, they're not the civil war, the invasion that's going to take place here will be the cover and the that's going to be evil being removed by evil and it's going to give a chance for the christians to organize and get somewhere where they can stand for the republic instead of 
standing with these betrayers of the republic right now. Somehow or other, they got people convinced that America is the president and our politicians and our government, whereas America is not the government. The America is the people and their constitutional agreement with the government. And and can, can, uh, the contingency plan should have been for the continuation of the Constitution, which they have all but destroyed at this point, in order to try to enslave us. So, without the Constitution, that America's not America anymore. Uh, America's listen to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. America was to spread the gospel and free people around the world and teach them to have a life according to God's will so that they also could be blessed and, and have a Christian Christian land. And that was our goal. And then the Antichrist system created the Illuminati plan, the Jesuits. And, and when we get into this study I want to do in a minute, it's interesting because I think it talks about uh, this Illuminati plan in there. But anyway... Uh, like I said, there's several things going on in the world. Cold. It is cold. Ah, I took Ariel out for a walk yesterday, and I was, ah, I was frozen by the time I got back. Uh, had to put on some heavier gloves. I luckily had two pair of gloves in the car. But uh, yeah, if this is a any has any substance to it, I seen one of those woolly worms here back a few months ago, a couple months ago now. Anyway. And I couldn't believe it. I looked down at it, and you know they say if it's got, you look for the black ring around its body, and if it's a thin ring, it's going to be a mild winter. If it's a white, if it's a big ring, you're going to have a bad winter, cold winter. This thing was totally black, <laughs> so I took a double take of it. I took a picture of it, but I think I, th uh, I, th you know, I deleted it. But yeah, that that woolly worm was black, totally black. And I thought, oh, great, maybe this is the winter the scripture's talking about. Pray that your flight doesn't take place in the winter. And so we've got all this stuff getting ready to come up. Everything we know is getting ready to change, and it may change before Christmas. I'm not sure. They may let us get through, Chris, Chris, through Christmas for their deception to make us think that everything's continuing as normal. But what's interesting is all the, doc, the doctors... Even people at the UN are saying, look, this is nonsense. Let people alone. Let them go on with their lives. Give them an injection when you have something that actually protects them. And, uh, uh, you know, that's, uh, you can't constitutionally justify forcing people to get, a, get anything. Uh, it's illegal. And uh, I listened to uh, Kennedy speak on that the other day or debate somebody on that. And... Uh, he had some good points, but anyway, what I wanted to talk about today is judgment. What people are going to be judged for. And so that, you know, when you're talking judgment, you end up in Revelation, you end up with four horse, four horsemen, four horses of Revelation. But when you're reading that, then you end up having to go back further because they got the law first mentioned in order to stand what understand what the four horses are you got to go back to the old testament you end up in uh uh oh let me look up all my references uh uh my notes here you end up in uh zachariah and then from zachariah you end up in joshua and then from joshua you end up in uh, uh deuteronomy 
because you're working your way backwards through the meaning of it. And then uh, one of the visions in, in, in uh, Zechariah, which is very interesting, is that it's not four horses, it's four chariots. Uh, you know, it could be the fact that changing times, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they're the same horses, and but they're in front of two mountains of brass, two brass mountains. And I was studying and praying about that, and finally God just explained to me in my heart what that what what the meaning behind the brass mountains. And I'm gonna, and in in order to understand the brass mountains, that's why we got to go back to uh, Joshua and to uh, Deuteronomy, because of something that Moses told Joshua. He said, "Do what I say to do, by." the word don't deviate from it one bit and uh moses did not go into the whole the promised land because he had disobeyed god so god wasn't going to let him cross over the river and uh so joshua was selected to take moses's place and lead lead israel into the promised land and uh you know that talks about uh, tolerance you know they they keep preaching to christians about tolerance oh you're a christian you got to be tolerant you got to this you got to that and that's been the tool to destroy us from the beginning because when they went into their whole uh their promised land like we went into our promised land here in america after uh around after uh, uh its discovery by brendan the navigator and and the dreams and visions people were having so the christians knew there was a promised land across the atlantic where Christianity would be safe for a time until the end times. And uh, so that's why Christianity ended up here in America. But, uh, and the reason for that was because 30 years later, after his discovery of the promised land, the serpent arrived, the, the Catholic Church arrived, and uh, started demanding that that Christian church that was established by... Uh, 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 Joseph of Arimathea, Jesus's uncle, uh, just a few years after the crucifixion of Jesus, the first church in the world, the first Christian school in the world, because they were creating priests and monks, and uh, then they were ordered to submit, and they said, "We don't think we don't need to. We've got our own system set up here." So they threatened them, and then over the years, they burnt their 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 church, their schools, their library, and all their records so they could erase it from our history. But uh, anyway, let's get started with uh, Revelation chapter 6, and and let's see what, what I'm talking about here. So let me get this cranked up so you can hear it and get these phones things set up so I can watch but I, I'm gonna have to go through this pretty quick so let me get back here to where we're going and start it there you go Revelation 6 and I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals and I heard as it were the noise of thunder one of the four beasts saying come and see and I saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. 
and there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. Now, if you don't understand what's going on in the Old Testament, this doesn't make any sense to you. Then you think it's some type of a revelation thing to where it's going to happen at the end times and these horses are evil and 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 they're horrible things. And then, then you have delusional people saying the green horse is Islam and all this stuff here. It's got nothing to do with it. So... Uh, The thing that we can do is we can go in Scripture and look back to law first mentioned. Now, if we go to Zechariah, let me go to Zechariah here and, and let you hear this. And then we're going to have a little discussion. Zechariah, Zephaniah, Zechariah 6. Okay, now listen to this description of those mountains and these horses, okay? Zechariah 6. And I turned, and lifted up mine eyes, and looked, and behold, there came four chariots out from between uh, two mountains, and the mountains were mountains of brass. In the first chariot were red horses, and in the second chariot black horses, and in the third chariot white horses, and in the fourth chariot grizzled and bay horses. Then I answered and said unto the angel that talked with me, What are these, my lord? And the angel answered and said unto me, These are the four spirits of the heavens which go forth from standing before the Lord of all the earth. The black horses which are therein go forth into the north country, and the white go forth after them, and the grizzled go forth toward the south country. And the bay went forth, and sought to go that they might walk to and fro through the earth. And he said, Get you hence, walk to and fro through the earth. So they walked to and fro through the earth. Then cried he upon me, and spake unto me, saying, Behold, these that go toward the north country have quieted my spirit in the north country. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Take of them of the captivity, even of Heldei, of Tobijah, and of Jediah, which are come from Babylon, and come thou the same day, and go into the house of Josiah, the son of Zephaniah. Then take... Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. So, 
the interest one of the interesting things you see is that the horses that go into the north country uh, now what is the north country from that area would be uh north would be the northern tribe or no it would have to go further it'd have to be russia and they quieted his spirit there well what happened in the north country communism rose up so this is a prophecy of these horses which are the spirits of the heavens the spirit of four spirits of god that are going to and fro north and south and watching over god's word and why are they watching over god's word what are these responsible for what's their purpose well in order to understand that and now the two mountains of brass was very uh it took me days to figure that out and praying and uh i'm pretty excited because god just showed that to me today but uh let me pull this up here okay we're at uh joshua well i'm gonna have to go back further than that let me go to my notes again notes i want to go to uh in deuteronomy uh 11 1 through 32 moses comes back with the word the the law and he brings forth a blessing and a curse and there's there to obey the law you're blessed when you wander from the law you're cursed the scripture says it's the same today yesterday today and forever nothing changes christ came christ said nothing changes it's just now instead of having to go to the temple and now you've got an open door to ask for forgiveness and you can communicate with god and you can study the word and you can have a relationship and you can have salvation and it was the same before that it's only this 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 these pharisees have created this church system to where people were locked in and thought they had a duty to an organization of men instead of directly to God. Now, in Deuteronomy 11, he talks about that law. And he talks about, you know, the blessings of, obey, of obedience to the law. Well, America has wandered from this law. But the, the coolest thing is he orders Joshua. He tells Joshua to obey his, what he says. Because he tells them, I want you to go to this land. And when you approach, you'll, you'll pass by these other areas. And he, he tells him that I don't want you to com compete with these kings or this, these people. Because I gave this land to them by lot. These are the descendants of Lot. Or these are the descendants of one of the other, uh, of, of your brothers or cousins. And I, I've given this land to, to them and they conquered giants to take this land. He, he said, I want you to go on over to this particular area and I'm going to give you this kingdom and everything to the sea. And, and, but when he got to the edge, before they crossed that river into the area that God had given them, they pulled up to these mount, this mountainous area. And there were two mountains in particular. Let me find it here. 
Okay, here it is. Joshua 8, 30 through 35. So I'm going to go ahead and let you hear this here. He, he, he gets to these two mountains, and just like Moses told him to, he, had, he divided Israel, men and women, uh, uh, immigrants, people that joined the faith or joined with them, everybody. That means you can be, you, if you repent, you're Israeli. And so all the people that had moved in and joined with them, they divided between two mountains. And he, he put uh, a person up on one mountain who yelled out the blessings of following the law. While he, read, he, he would read the law, one mountain was yelling at him the blessings, the other mountain was yelling the curses. So there's your two mountains. And the brass mountains are that law is permanent and immovable. They stand forever, is what that brat, those two brass mountains mean. These are immovable facts that there's a blessing and there's a curse, and which one you're under depends on you. Depends on you following my word. You receive blessing. I'll chase off your enemies before you. One person will slay 10,000 or a curse. You'll have strangers move into your land, take your houses, occupy your fields. You will grow things and not eat it. You will build things and not keep them to yourself. Which one do you think we're under? Anyway, I want you to hear Joshua's uh, description. This is in Joshua chapter 8. Very cool. Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal. As Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of whole stones, over which no man hath lift up any iron. And they offered thereon burnt offerings unto the Lord, and sacrificed peace offerings. And he wrote there upon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he wrote in the presence of the children of Israel. And all Israel and their elders and officers and their judges stood on this side the ark and on that side before the priests, the Levites, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, as well the stranger as he that was born among them, half of them over against Mount Gerizim and half of them over against Mount Ebal, as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded before that they should bless the people of Israel. And afterward he read all the words of the law, the blessings and cursings, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded, which Joshua read not before all the congregation of Israel, with the women and the little ones, and the strangers that were conversant among them. There you go. So, in the other uh, translations, he, he had one group, he divided them in half. He had one group with one mountain and another with the other, which one represented the blessing and one represented the curse. And he read the law, then the, then the, the mountain of blessing read the blessings, and the mountain of cursings read the cursings, and those became immovable. They were mountains of brass, immovable, never changing. And that's what we're dealing with here in America. We're dealing with the curses right now in our country. And because of the deception, our people falling for this new world order deception, jumping behind an individual instead of turning to God, failure to turn to the love of the truth, back to the scripture and putting their trust in God, they've turned to a man. And nobody is repenting. So now we have 
the biggest deception that we were ever told about, that the, the Antichrist system was going to rise up, and they planned to reduce the population of the world by 4 billion, 4 billion people. America is going to be reduced by 200 million before 2025. Before 2025, they're going to, that's, that's what, less than four years, we're going to watch 200 million people die. They've already killed off a million Americans and replaced us with immigrants trying to change our, our demographics so that they could vote in their changes. And, and, and their plan was to uh, win it by politics. Well, there's still too many Christians. Then they decided, well, we're going to deceive them into politics, but we're going to bring in evil and we're going to change the laws. And then we're going to change the law. And, and turn their own laws against them and make them the danger to this new world order. And they've done that, but we're still here. So now they're doing the top down, bottom up to where they got all of our agencies pushing them. What, what was that, that statement from that one CIA guy? When we know we, we know we have won, when everything the American people believe is a lie. And now we're watching the effects of this as the CIA use the election to divide our people now we've got two we've got a we got two groups of people massive amounts of people one of them believe donald trump's the savior of the world the other one other ones believe that biden's the savior of the world because of his environmental promises and and you know their their utopia to where you can do anything you want so and there, there's two things going on one is they want a utopia and they think they're getting it but what Satan's done is he's given us complete evil organized to take all of our rights and freedoms on one side of us and the new world orders on the other side of us and to create enough fear to get us to vote for the new world order. So nobody wants to give up all their rights and all their freedoms, but will vote for the person that is actually the new world order. So we pick the lesser of the two evils which is exactly what they wanted us to do. So they swing us real far. They, they took this country, and it's like a pendulum. We were real far to the right. We were a Christian country. They changed their laws. They introduced gambling. They start swinging us to the left. They organize all the heathens and the uh, degenerates and everything, the lawless people on the left, and they create the fear that we're swinging all the way to the left. And then they stick somebody about midway where they want us to be and let them pull us back to the right. So they, they swing us all the way left and then they let us come halfway back and they've got us right where they want us because we've voted in their system. We've let them, they've changed all of our laws out of fear for this left group and the immigrants and the, all the enemies that they've created around the world. And they've created enough fear that we let them change our laws, implement a police state, and then they made us the enemy and turned that police state against us. So we're, we are actually strangers in a strange land. We're enemies in our own country. They have turned us into the enemies of our own country by organizing and electing the people that are loyal to, the, to this, this uh, Jesuit New World Order while they blame it on the Masons, which are American now, they're, they're trying to cast the blame on America and make America the beast, but America's not the beast. The Masons were never evil. They were, matter of fact, they were Christian, 
until America was created because the Jesuits wrote the New World or the Illuminati plan, then they wrote the Scottish Rite, and they, in, in, they in, in Europe, the Masons were converting people to the Protestant faith and teaching men how to be good men. And then they, they uh, uh, got into all these lodges in Europe by doing just what they did here to the CIA. They create higher security clearances, and then they become a global organization, and America's just a department that they handle. And that's the same way they did the Masons was a hiding place of the Knights Templar who were Christians. You had to believe in Jesus Christ to get in it. And then they changed that in the Masons to get into the regular Masons. You could believe in any god as long as you believed in a deity. And then you could skip the uh, Knights Templar or the Scottish or the the uh, uh, York Rite and go straight into the Scottish Rite, which teaches the the Illuminati doctrine and Catholicism. So they took over the Masons, and then that's why all the Christians left back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. All the there was a mass mass exodus from the Masons, as the Christians figured out that they had been overtaken by the Catholic Church. When God tells us to to occupy, stand, and occupy, and fight against it from inside, uh, somewhere or other Christians got the idea, well, it's turned evil now, we got to run. No, they should have stayed and competed with them and kept it Christian. And uh, But they had that there was such a good job of the deception that people today don't know what, the Illuminati is. They don't know where it came from. They don't know it was what created communism. They don't know it's what created the Scottish Rite. They don't. They don't know the history of the Civil War. Who who started it? Who killed Lincoln? They don't. The history has all been changed, and we don't know our own history. So, we'll follow after all these fake doctrines, all these fake history that's been rewritten to hide the truth. And right now, we're watching. It's interesting because on one hand you hope that it's really a division in the Catholic Church, but the people are so high up that are opposing the Pope. And it's because, and, and it's just like in Nazi Germany when, the, when they were persecuting the Jews. Uh, it was the Jesuits who helped organize and create Germany, the German army. The SS was a Jesuit-trained and copied organization. And uh, they were treating the Jews according to Catholic doctrine established at one of their big uh, meetings that they could, uh, that Jews should be made to work a, a full day. They should be made to wear an emblem that shows that they're a Jew and they can be killed after one warning. And that's what they adopted for their concentration camps. Well, besides eliminating them, but uh, and now that's what they want to implement on the Protestant people, the same type thing. But now the, the, the Jews have been deceived into thinking it was the Christians who persecuted them by the Jesuits. And, uh, and that's how they flip history. They'll have, they'll have people working on both sides so that no matter who wins, they pro- their duty is to protect the interest of the Catholic Church so that the people do not blame the Catholic Church for the wars they create and that 
they protect their continuation as a spiritual organization, as a as an organization that copies Christianity or to get people to think they're religious. And uh, it's the same. We're watching the same thing happen now. You got the Pope, who's Jesuit, who took office because they thought that Clinton won, and that they had conquered America. And then when Clinton lost, it threw a wrench into their plans because now he's got a you know, messing with the plan, and uh, that was interesting because it was right as they thought Clinton was going to win the election that he took over. But uh, now, then they had to do continue with the immigration rush into America to try to disrupt our voting ability to vote and and maintain our country ourselves. And then uh, now he's telling people that you need to take the vaccine in order to go to heaven because that's another requirement in order to get to heaven. I guess he means if you want to get to heaven quickly, you better take it, (laughs) you know, so I don't know. But so you got him pushing this new world order and all these evil practices. And then you got these archbishops. There's two of them now that are coming out against him, saying that he it's been taken over by Satan and they're pushing these globalist agendas. And one of them even says that the Pope is the one behind the new world order. So they got both sides covered. Now they can say what they're trying to do, though, is they're trying to say it's the, it's the Masons behind it and not the Jesuits. No, it's the Jesuits behind it, and they're blaming the Masons as a scapegoat. So if, they, if everything turns upside down, they're going to let people run around and kill off all the Masons, and the Catholic Church will be safe because they used a scapegoat to cover their tracks. And that's been their plan. Uh, you know, I, I I joined the Masons back in 92, 90, 92. I joined the York Rite because it was Christian. You had to believe in Jesus Christ and the Bible. And then I started researching it, and since then I've quit going. And I've had several Masons tell me they believe what I believe about it. And now, after the Civil War, the Jesuits took over Washington, they started organizing the symbols, putting up statues, sent over the Statue of Liberty. They tried to decorate this country to be able to say, look, it's the beast that rose out of the abyss. And when it talks about a beast that rises out of the abyss, out of, out of the ocean, the waters, it's talking about all the countries of the world. It's not talking about one country. It's talking about the seven mountains. The seven mountains are seven continents. And there's one place that controls all of it, and that's the Catholic Church. They're the ones that organized Russia and China, got Russia to act like they collapsed in order to draw America out, set us up for this. They're the ones that uh, got the deal set with uh, China in order to take all of our secrets and our ideas so they could set up the dragon giving power to the beast in order to take power and, and control the world. And that's what they've done now. They, they, one of the methods they're using is the, the biological warfare. Every year there's a disease that comes from China. Nowhere else. Remember the Spanish flu? That was the last one that come from over there. <laughs> Everything else has been coming from China, so they work in developing this flu every year. It gets out, it comes to America, and it kills 100,000 people. So every year they're chipping away at our population. Over 10 years, that's uh, uh, a million people, I guess. 
100,000, 100,000, that's a million. And so over 10 years, they've, they, they work at killing off as many as they can, and that was the secret between that uh, Wu Wan soup that I got in one of my descriptions is them talking about how they're going to use biological warfare or diseases as a way to eliminate all the people in America so they can protect the infrastructure and take possession of it. And the Bible talks about how they want to come and take all the stuff for themselves, you know. It's, it's, it, but you got to remember that when the Bible talks about the world gathering against Israel, it's not talking about the Jews. It's talking about all of Israel, the tribes of Israel, all 12 tribes. Jews are part of it. Europe's part of it. America's part of it. Those three are under attack from this globalist cabal that has almost destroyed Europe, is working on Israel and using the same tactics against trying to overthrow the president, trying to bring in liberals, using homosexuality, using feminism, uh, challenging their, their borders. They put up a fence. The same things going on with Israel are going on with America and Europe. The same attack, and if you want to find out about who's behind the attack, go to the Jesuit oath and it'll tell you which countries are going to attack. Masons that don't have that, but the Jesuit trained individual they put in charge of the Masons after the Civil War, he's a Jesuit trained general who changed all the degree work, all the, 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 Mason, the Masons and the York Rite, and he brought the Scottish Rite in, and he changed everything from being Christian to who, is, who described how they were going to use three world wars in order to create their new world order, he was a Jesuit. And he infiltrated and took over the Masons. He didn't... He, the Masons didn't take over the Catholic Church. It was the Jesuits that took over the Masons. So anyway, that's what's going on, and that's why America's under judgment right now. Right now, we are under judgment. Now, what is the problem in America? Well, we've got one spirit. If I can find it in here. And I think I got it right back over here. The spirit of... Oh, it's not there. Uh, new note, maybe. The spirit of Leviathan... The spirit, that's not it either. The spirit of Leviathan. And Leviathan covers all the things that it talks about in Revelation, it talks about in Hebrews, it talks about in yeah, throughout the scripture of all the, in Matthew, about uh, all the things that move you away from the, the protection of God and away from his will. It talks about the fruits of the Spirit and the fruits of uh, that will condemn you to hell. And Leviathan covers all those spirits, all those problems, all those things that you can do that will condemn your soul is a Leviathan spirit, right down to feminism, right down to disobedient children, right back to murderers, to, to everything. That's the, the spirit of Leviathan, and that's what's giving America the problems right now is the spirit of Leviathan. And 
which, oh, here it is, Leviathan. In the day, in Isaiah, it says, In the day of the Lord, with his sore and great and strong sword, shall punish Leviathan and pierce the piercing serpent. Even Leviathan, that crooked, a crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. That's in the sea. The sea is all the nations of the world. In Psalms, it talks about uh, uh, Psalm 74. Let me pull that up. And I'll let you hear it here. Let's see, Psalms... 74. Okay, have a listen to Leviathan. Psalm 74. O God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Why doth thine anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? Remember thy congregation which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance which thou hast redeemed, this Mount Zion wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet unto the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy hath done wickedly in the sanctuary. Thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. A man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. But now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place of thy name to the ground. They said in their hearts, Let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet. Neither is there among us any that knoweth how long. O God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name for ever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand? Even thy right hand, pluck it out of thy bosom. For God is my king of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Thou didst cleave the fountain in the flood. Thou driest up mighty rivers. The day is thine. The night also is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy hath reproached, O Lord, and that the foolish people have blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the congregation of thy poor for ever. Have respect unto the covenant. But the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. Oh, let not the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor needy praise thy name. Arise, O God, plead thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproacheth thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. The tumult of those that rise up against thee increaseth continually. So Leviathan destroys churches, destroys spirits, destroys people, then the poor are the ones that are closest to God. And because they're trusting God, 
people that aren't poor don't have to trust God. They've got money. They're serving the global system. So this Leviathan has taken over. Well, let me tell you this. America's under judgment. And we're watching that judgment increase in severity, even though we're being deceived into thinking America is becoming great again. God's bringing judgment against us while the people are deceived and believing we're going to make America great, just like it talks about in, uh, in oh, what's his name, the guy that wrote that book about the judgment coming down, the towers have fallen. You look up the towers have fallen in scripture and you'll read about this judgment we're under. And that the people rise up and say, we'll build it back again. We'll use this instead of the, the truth. And we'll use, you know, and it, they're building back something lesser. And the Christians are all deceived and in on it because they think it's God. They think we're building a country again and we're serving God and doing so. And they're, they're criticizing the people that are telling them, look, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is, is, is you've given in to the Leviathan spirit. You've given in to this new world order who, who has deceived you, have, have taken your rights, made you targets, who, but they're using you to establish their control over us and, in order to des- destroy us. And right now we're at that very point where they're reaching out and sticking their fingers into everybody so they'll have total control and they'll be able to unlike in Germany they'll be able to eliminate people without dirty in their own hands and uh, so that's the scary part right now and and just like in the 1969 plan that says that the churches were help would help we're sitting and we're watching it we're watching the clergy response teams joined with Homeland Security, which is the globalist. We're watching the Homeland Security determine that anybody that speaks against them, who teaches the true gospel, who doesn't fall for their 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 deception, is an enemy. And they'll use the, the deceived churches to watch them. And they'll criticize them. And they'll say they're not saved because they see Christianity different than we do. They believe in it. They don't believe in the rapture. They don't believe in, in this or that. And they're saying that the, that our Savior is not our Savior, you know. And, and just like with the liberals, they can't handle the truth. And that's where we're at right now. I'll tell you, when I think about this stuff, I get terrified. And I'm not terrified for me because they can't do nothing to me, really. It's, it's I'm terrified about... I'm terrified about them using their equipment and blocking me from being able to hear God. I'm, they're turning the world into a soul trap so that we can't hear God, so that we can't listen to his voice, so that we don't have control over our own body. Once they give you this, this, this genetic alteration, then they own your body. They're going to claim your body and your soul. And that's what people aren't seeing is this these games that they're playing by by patenting your genetic code and taking ownership over what God created and using parts of a unborn white child with no sin as a sacrifice and as a way to uh, inject and make everybody participants in their in their death cult.
And even the Catholics are talking about this. The, the archbishop's saying that this is tainted with uh, uh, parts of an unborn child, and, and if, if they come out with this, this is the beginning of the apocalypse. This is the beginning of it. Well, I'd like to say that if we're, if, we, if we're entering into the time of Jacob's trouble right here after Christmas, which I believe we are, and according, there's even, uh, I've added in here, uh, the Bible code, they come out and they've got a nice board made up with the vaccine, coronavirus, and uh, Jacob's trouble, and, and persecution of the Christians, and, and genocide, and all that stuff showed up all together, and uh, so I'm, I, I got that included in the notes for this here, or the description, so you'll be able to look that up. I've got a lot of interesting information, prophecies, and things you need to look at in the description, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I'm getting off track because I, I just started taking off there for a minute, but the point was is that we're under judgment. Judgment's not lifted because we have not repented because we've thrown our faith behind a man instead of God. <sighs> Nobody's praying for repentance. Nobody even thinks they got to repent. Everybody thinks that we've got our Savior and America's heading in the right direction. That's, that's the deception. That he's got the cure for the disease, which is another deception. We're only at the very edge of the hard times, and... I'm just worried that there's not too many of us that are going to be saved, and that hurts. I mean, it hurts to think about all the people that you grew up with and knowing all your lives and knowing that they're going to end up in hell and torment for eternity or food for the, end up as food for the beasts that come out of the opening when the earth cracks to torment those uh with scorpion tails like scorpion, heads like teeth like a lion. Matter of fact, that's that 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 scorpion creature is in one of the sculptures there in the Vatican, and the 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 throne that the Pope sits on is is uh, it's interesting. There's, you need to watch some jo uh, uh, Jonathan Click on on those statues and. And what's actually what they what they actually are when you take them apart and look at each little section individually, because they're it's total evil, it's images of evil put together as an angel of light. It looks when you look at it from a distance, it looks like a oh, it looks like a sheep, a wonderful sheep. Bible talks about sheep, but when you get close to it, it's it's something totally evil. Praying upon the souls of the saints is what they're doing. And Project Soul Catcher is part of it. And Project Soul Catcher disrupts your, your, your emotional state, moves you away from the frequency of God, moves you away from hearing God's voice. And it, it, I've noticed it's getting difficult. It's getting very difficult. And uh, so we, we all need to be on our toes. We need to be praying and we need to repent. We need to repent constantly. And I need to repent for not praying enough. I've been asking about this here, these two mountains and about the four horses, and this is judgment coming out. 
the four horses are are uh that were that well the one goes north and the spirit is quiet uh made quiet with communism uh the one horse ha- uh has a sword was given a sword well that sword is the scripture those are the four spirits of heaven that's spreading conquering and freeing people presenting them the gospel then it's moving them into taking care of themselves and then it's the next one is judgment then then god gets to judge them and 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 guide their path from that point on those were the four spirits of heaven then when we move away from god like we are now then the whole nation's under judgment that's why that's why we're being put in the hands of our enemy we're still in the hands of our enemy because we haven't repented and the churches are deceived because they haven't turned back to god they're still teaching a false gospel a gospel that's not even in the bible and they refuse to read the bible to verify it they might read a verse or two but they were taught not to read the bible they were taught to chip out and read a couple verses here and there open the bible because that's where god wants you they don't read the Bible to get the substance of it. And because of that, they don't get the true gospel. And because they don't get the true gospel, they're easily deceived. And that's why we're in the state that we're in currently. We've got a whole nation of deceased, deceived people that are getting ready to be caught up through that deception. And uh, it's really terrifying. My sister doesn't agree with me. She thinks I'm wrong because I don't believe in the rapture because it's not in the scripture <laughs> she gets mad at me uh, but anyway I'm going to end this right here I think I might be about out of time anyway Father in heaven I pray for the people that listen to this that you touch them, minister to them teach them about the four horses about the mountains about righteousness about judgment in Jesus name I pray Father that we can move towards your grace in the name of your son Jesus Christ Amen Love y'all.